Hey guys, it is Thunder Walker with Breathe the Meditation Bar and Women Pushing Dirt. And today, today, today on Instagram, we're going to have Hush, Listen, and Speak with the Prophet. So I can't wait. Let me just bring him on real quick. And uh, I'm looking forward to um, having him come on. So I'm so excited. Oh my God, this is going to be so much fun. Um, this is just going to be great. This is one of my first times on Instagram live and this is going to be a special time because I want to really discuss what it's like to understand what meditation is about. Why is it important in your life? It's going to be really, really great. So I'm looking forward to it. So let's see. I want to make sure that we bring everybody on that's supposed to be on. Yeah, so this is going to be a really, really great time to discuss and talk about what it's like to be spiritual. Hey, guys, how you hey. doing? Hey, hey, hold on. Let me, uh, you, you called me a meditation, man. My alarm didn't catch me. Let me put my shirt on. <laughs> look I know, I was hair. trying to figure it out. <laughs> oh, you, you did a fine job, man. Look at all that hair. Oh, hey, Tiffany. Hey, Mike. Thank you for joining us. We're going to talk about meditation. Hey, Charles. We're going to talk about meditation, guys. And this is just going to be so much fun. I'm here with the prophet today. And uh, we're going to discuss a lot of interesting things. So first of all, Hush. How are you doing, Mr. Prophet? How am I doing? I, I am, I, I am, I'm telling you, like, you, you call me a meditation, so I'm like, I'm really just like coming out of it because my alarm didn't, uh, it didn't go off. I'm in a good mood. Okay. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in so a great settled. mood. Right? I'm in a great mood. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. Yeah. They're doing everything that they're supposed to do without anybody telling them to do what they're supposed to do, right? We need to take some lessons from that yeah, yeah. because the trees are doing what they're supposed to do, giving us oxygen. The clouds are doing what they're supposed to do. Everything is doing what they're supposed to do. So we got, I'm going to say hi to some people while you're getting ready. We got Brooke in the house. We got uh, Tamika's here at Vixen Products. Hey, Michelle, we're here. Tiffany, oh, the hairstylist. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you guys for joining. Oh my goodness, yes, Charles. Lazonda's here. Oh, I am so excited to see all you guys join us. We are here with the prophet and we're going to be discussing some things. So once again, hush. This, you know, that is the first thing that I remember when I really started talking as a little girl that my mother wanted me to understand when it was time to talk and when yeah. it was time to listen. Yeah. So, are you ready? I am ready. Listen, okay. I, let, let me just thank you for just taking charge uh, right <laughs> then. Uh, were you a school teacher in a formal life? Because you just really took control of the crowd, y'all. <laughs> Sit down. Okay. <laughs> the Indian style. <laughs> that crisscross applesauce, right? baby. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm yes. absolutely ready. So so okay, so let's do so this. let's just start it. Everyone, 
Uh, welcome. Thank you for joining uh, all of your uh, wonderful people that are here, all the people that, uh, that I know that have, that have chimed in. Welcome uh, to uh, season number two of the Mind of the Prophet Meditation Hour, uh, new and upcoming podcast that is hosted on Anchor and Spotify. I am here with Thunder Walker, and uh, man, I, I'm really excited about this episode. I have so many questions. I just think you're an amazing person. And and the added benefit for me is, uh, you know, I've been wanting to look at your hair up close. It's like a whole wonderland in my oh. mind, right? Like it's, <laughs> like it's a whole wonderland to me. So so this face-to-face -face is doing me a lot of good. Um, for people that don't know about me, I start every podcast with an affirmation. My favorite affirmation is the Freedom Affirmation, which is one that I wrote. And it goes, you guys uh, don't have to repeat after me. I'll, I'll give my links and all that stuff. It goes, I am free. I am free. What thoughts does a free man have? Ooh. What thoughts does this free man have? Ooh, I like that. How does he make his money? How does he save his money? How does he spend his money? How does he quickly multiply his money? How does he love? How does he forgive? How does he fight his battles? How does he slay his demons? I pray for my soul throughout time, past and future, so that I may awaken in the present moment a free man with Thunder Walker with no regrets. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Let's get so started. So mote it be, guys. So mote it be. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, let, let's get all that going. Man, you know what? You hit it right on the head. So I like to, I work in my garage like all day. Uh, the, the pandemic forced me out of my house. Thank God. And uh, I'll sit in my garage. I don't care what's going on in Texas because you know it's hot right now. Uh, but I'm going to sit in here because I have birds and squirrels and all kinds of wildlife that just run up in my yard because I leave them food. So I have bird food and crackers and bird cakes and all types of crap Ooh, I like that. strewn across my yard. And I get to watch this all day. I get to watch the kids play. I get to, you know, make stuff up in the clouds. Like that's, that's a big part of like how I move throughout the entire day. So I love being in, in a connection with nature. So, so listen. I have so many questions. I, I just want to get started with one thing, though. For, tell the people who you are, and then I, I want to dig into, like, how did you get into meditation? Like, you have a whole meditation bar. Like, that's so ahead of the curve. So I, I want to know, like, what led you to that? But first, first, tell the people who Thunder Walker is. Well, I'm Thunder Walker, and I'm located in the great state of Texas, okay? And basically, what I do is I'm an intuitive being that is experiencing this life oh. and all other lives that I've experienced. Oh. And I'm walking and learning and teaching and teaching people how to do nothing but breathe, yeah. to relax, enjoy, and to understand that they are ready to be yeah. who they're supposed to be. Yeah. You know, we spend so much time in our lives asking and getting ready for stuff. We're getting ready for school. We're getting ready to get yeah. married. We're getting ready to um, go to the grocery store. We're getting ready to go out on a date. We're getting ready so much. Yeah. And finally, I asked myself, God, am I ready to be yeah. the walker? And so once I realized that I'm ready to be who I am, I'm just ready. So at this point, I'm Thunder Walker. And I'm ready for the next thing that comes to me. I'm not getting ready anymore. So that's who I am. Yeah. And so yeah. 
I'm loving it. Once you realize that you're just who you are, you're perfect the way you are, and you're just a yeah. being experiencing everything, yeah. then you're ready. So that's who yeah. I am. Thunder Walker, oh. an intuitive being, enjoying my life. Oh, oh, you just said so much. Uh, I, I get excited. And, and, and you know this about me. You, you follow me for a long time. You know, I can be really excitable. I think you've listened to a few episodes. You just said a whole lot right there. So <laughs> one, the intuitive being part. Um, especially if you're really kind of still under the complete cage or confinement of religion, like you can't really even understand what that means, right? Mm -hmm. And intuitive being, just really, really understanding that all of the universe is inside of you and all of you are is inside of the universe and the universe is conscious. It can really connect with you and you can talk to it and it can help you walk out this life experience that you have. And that you can actually, it, it's, it's like a separation of who you used to be, you know, that getting ready and then once you actually mm -hmm. become that person, it's amazing how the universe responds to that change, right? If you always walk outside of the house, you got to think of your heart as this, this big uh, uh, signal or magnet of what you're mm -hmm. sending stuff out. So if you always walk out of the house, I'm ready to be this. Excuse me. I'm getting ready to be this. I'm getting ready to be this. The universe will keep running you things the way it looks like you're ready to be, but not quite. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you're right there. And you can't pierce that bed because you exactly. have to make up in your mind that you are, right? And once you make up in your mind that you are, the universe does the same thing. It says, okay, that person looks, you know, really ready right now. And then it starts to shower you with all the things that you've been waiting for. It's, it's really a state of mind. It's, it's a, really a state of mind. It is. Exactly. Exactly. I am so excited because I have your book too. And I took the effort and the time to actually read through it understand it and then process it how it was supposed to be at that moment in my life yeah so when i ordered it and i saw it on uh, instagram and i ordered it i said this is the moment that i need to take another step further so yeah. um which book did you get which one the mind of a prophet the the volume one or volume two I volume have, one volume, I have volume okay. one okay what'd you think tell me what you oh what'd i love you think it. about volume I loved, one? like i said I loved it. I loved all the verses. I loved all the affirmations. I loved it. I loved how it was able to correlate with my life at that moment. You know, I believe that I am not the first at anything. So when we're going through stuff that are positive or we're going through stuff that's negative in our life, we're not the first to go through it. So we have to be able to handle those things mm -hmm. that we experience. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times when people step into your life or into, not just in person, into your timeline, because we spend a lot yeah. of time online, yes, into yes, your yes. timeline. Yeah. You know, we date online. Mm -hmm. Now we're going, not only we're going to birthday parties, graduations, even funerals sometimes online. Mm -hmm. So we're doing all those social things online now. And when stuff steps into your timeline, I feel like it's that moment to just say, yeah. okay, it's, I need to take the next step. I need to roll the dice. I need to move forward. And Absolutely. rolling the dice, sometimes it's just ordering a book. Sometimes it is uh, meeting a person, another person at that level, at the coffee shop, having that conversation. Yeah. And so that was very good for me because I rolled the dice. I was like, okay, how does this fit in my life and what should I receive from it? So I received a lot. Good. So how did you, uh, so after you read the book, what did you roll the dice on? Well, <laughs> um, one of the things that I have been processing here, because uh, the way we grow sometimes is not just about feeling good. I mean, 
I read an article the other day that this man won the lottery and then he won it again like 11 days later. And so that's a process that he has to go through. Everybody thinks, oh my God, that's great. But that's a process that he has to go through for his mind and strengthening of his mental yeah. state. Yeah. It's the same thing when you go through a divorce or when you have a disabled child or, or when you're moving, you just, you know, you just purchased a home. All of those things can be negative or positive. And yeah. so when I got your book, I really wanted to uh, take those words and adapt them to my life to be able to process through, process the good and the bad that was going on or that I was experiencing so I could grow. And so it, it, it made me grow. It made me be able to think about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Ooh, oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's a big word. Oh, forgiveness yeah. is a big word. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it is a big word. It made, mm -hmm. me, uh, it made me think about love self-love yeah um and then even forgiving myself because yeah. even when someone does something to you and uh -huh. sometimes a lot of times when people are uh, inflict pain or inflict emotional uh problems with you you stay you stay you endure you try to go past it you try to heal it up oh i can fix this yeah. and so you also have to learn how to forgive yourself for staying you know what i mean uh that's one of the things yeah. that um that I had to work through, forgiving myself, forgiving people another shot, another chance. Maybe they yeah. don't deserve another chance. You know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes people have late pays on their emotional credit report. You got a late pay. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I'm like, wait a moment. I need to start looking at this thing a little bit differently because uh, we're all here to grow. But we're mm -hmm. here to learn, here to learn from the good and the bad. And mm -hmm. once you learn from it, I don't want to be on that same uh, pathway again. I want to get off that path and go to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. What, what I learned, because um, that book, that I started with my blog. And it was just because I started having all these experiences. I would get lost in meditation and my mind would go so many different places, um, you know, you know, I haven't really said this before, but like, you know, having like real visions, like a real, like, like lost in a vision to where it was like a terrifying moment. And so I was left with trying to process like all this stuff that had been going on in my life and these would feel like ridiculous supernatural experiences that I couldn't explain. So that's what that book was born out of because I kept having this stuff swirling around in my mind. I start, started a blog and then that turned into, you know, the two books that, that I have released. So uh, and what I learned in that process, when I was writing volume one is creation and destruction happen simultaneously. Ooh. And so what happens is, uh, wait, uh, wait a minute. Well, wait, uh-uh, uh-uh. Say that again. Creation, say it again. They need to hear that again. Yeah. Creation and destruction happen simultaneously. Okay. Ooh. So if you're, if you are, you, you very consciously pray for something and then your life starts to change dramatically. Doors start closing. People start escaping your life. It looks like your life is now on fire, which looks like the exact opposite of what you prayed for, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, consciousness is the only reality. You have to make up your mind that you are, that you deserve it, that you're worthy. And what you will see happening is God is destroying all the old. He's destroying it. So that's the destruction. But if you're looking for what's popping up around it, you will also see the creation. And it's really a matter of where you focus your vision. Like, where do you train your vision? Are you training your vision on the things that are leaving your life? Are you training your vision on the things that are coming into your life? Mm -hmm. It's no different than when God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. 
And he told Lot's wife not to look back. She'll turn into a pillar of salt. The reason for that, just to think about it is, if you look back and you're, God is trying to, uh, you ask God to deliver you from something, he comes and he burns it down and destroys it. But then you turn back and look at it. First thing he's going to be saying is, why did I destroy this in the first place if you're going to mourn it? Okay, that's, that's number one. The second part is, if you try to drag a past into your present moment that doesn't belong there, like that's too much energy. The, the universe is too efficient. It moves just like electricity in the wall, right? It wants the most efficient route. So, it, and, and what I was learning during that time, I had to let so many things go. I had to detach from so many things and it looked like, man, I looked empty. I looked like I didn't have anything going for me that was going in the right way, but this joy in my heart was worth more than all of it, right? It was worth more right. than everything. The things that I was writing were more, worth more than everything. And the wisdom for me was the creation. The wisdom that I started to get, you know, when I would sit down in meditation, that became the creation and it made it okay for me to be able to sit in the fire, you know, while all of this stuff was, was going on. So, so when you're going through those changes in life, those transitions where it just seems like I can't get right, I keep running into the same thing, look and see what God has created. You got to remember what you pray for. If you ask for something, and in the moment you ask for something, uh, especially people, you know, start escaping your life, you start dealing with these tragic situations or whatever it might be, look and see where doors God is closing. He's, what you thought was the way that you wanted something clearly ain't the way. So because you can't understand it, he's closing that door the way now you can't press through it. Is is like is welded shut, right? Mm -hmm. Is welded shut, and now you need to look for the door that is, you know, for you to open. And it should open without effort if you make up your mind that you can go through the door. That's that's kind of how I've been living my life, uh, really, for like the past year now. I love that. I love that. I love that energy. And I've seen you. And even though we need to let people know, we have never met in person, but yeah. I've seen you uh, on on social media. But I've also seen you in spirit. And I want to emphasize that seeing you in spirit, because I feel like our spirits have known each other for years and we just made it around mm -hmm. to get back together yeah. and, and, and yeah. do this thing. You know what I mean? Um, I love how you say that because yeah. God gave me the focus on dirt and I was like, dirt, what are you talking about? And it, But God gave me the, this focus on dirt. First, he gave me the focus on breathing. Then he gave me a second focus, which is dirt. Because mm. exactly, when dirt is created, it's created Ooh. based off of destruction. You mm. know, in Hawaii, when you see a volcano goes up, it creates more land, mm. okay? But it's mm. also destroying. So I mm. love that, what you're saying, because we need to understand that um, when things are happening, it's happening for a reason. And I, the one thing I learned through this process is understanding how to pray efficiently. Oh yeah. That's, oh. It doesn't take a oh, whole yeah. lot. Oh yeah. Um, in 2018, I literally got on my knees at 7 a.m. in the morning and I said, "God, reach for me." I oh. got back up and I went to work, and by 7 p.m., he had tore the whole thing down for me to start over. Gave me yeah. what I needed, and yeah. he was very efficient. It, it was the same day. It doesn't yeah. have to be months. Okay. Yeah. 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 You don't have to hear the humming and all that other stuff. Oh. As little kids, we heard that, you know, yeah. doing prayer. It can be just that quick. God reached for me. And yeah. when he reached for me, he cleared the path of everything. And yeah. you just have to keep that focus, even in the darkest moments. And so I love what you're saying. I love it because it, it is so clear. It's so in, on point. It, I, I I just feel like my life, and thank you. Thank you very much. Um 
everything in my life just felt like like everything was wrong. And I had to look back and I said, you're the common denominator in all of this calamity. What is the problem? And so I, I did a lot of self-work. Um, and it started for me uh, with meditation. I started, I started meditating very honestly and earnestly uh, as I was studying for the bar. I would give my first, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of the day to meditation to steal my mind before I started reading. And then I do the same thing at night. Um, and then once I really needed it, when the pandemic hit last year, I, I just would carve out like the first hour of my day was meditation. Like nobody could get in that space. I don't care who you were. Like very few people had access to me then. And I just had to start wondering like, you're the common denominator here. What do you need to change? Mm -hmm. What do you, what, you know, what do you need to, uh, to fix? Because none of this looks right. <clears throat> none of this, none of this looks right. Your heart is too good in order to, you know, and still seeing all of these things happen around you, right? It just makes you wonder, like, what am I doing wrong? So I had to completely change. And this is, it's deeper than like having a level of faith. I had to change the way that I talked to God. I had to change the way that I understood God. I had to change the way that I understood the universe. So for me, like God and the universe are one of the same. You know, you're basically saying the same thing. People, people make the universe sound friendlier right? Because it conspires with you. But the universe and God, all of that is just a, a synonym for one another. And God did not create us to um, be duplicate in any way. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> in all of this vast universe, there are no planets are the same, no suns are the same, no, nothing has the same orbit. So why should a man um, uh, follow another one, right? right? Follow another man's footsteps. Somebody can, you know, give you wisdom, show you the way, but nobody can walk out this very specific reason for which you were formed. And so I began yielding to what is my form? If you knew me before I was in the womb, if you formed me before I was in the womb, who did you know me to be? So mold me into that form. And right. so I just had to start, you know, seeing what I had to let go, seeing what I had to change. And I had to start looking like way past what I understood about God. I had to be okay with like really walking out my very unique, uh, <laughs> the very unique reason for why I'm here. I couldn't be afraid of what that reason was. And then the more, and, and that's the thing, I couldn't be afraid of what the reason was. And then once I stopped being afraid of it, more of it started, you know, started to embody itself in my life. And so all of that was like the destruction for me. Like it was so many things were just like, I, I would say like nothing was going right. Like nothing. Right. I had to say like, what needs to change here? And what I understood was I need to change how I spoke over myself. I needed to understand why I was attracting these things into my life. So I had to get control over my thoughts. I had to get control over my, my speech. I had to get control over the, the people that I allowed around me, the environments that I put myself in. I started to become more connected to like energy and understand that. And that was, and I did all that through affirmations, right? So there's one affirmation that I wrote called the Ibrahim affirmation. And it's basically mm -hmm. talking to the universe like it's a, a the perfect physics, you know, uh, instructor, right? It's going to provide the perfect physics for your life. You're attracting certain things to your life. You're repelling certain things for your life. And probably within a week of me writing that affirmation and speaking it over myself, so many things and people escaped my life in the most tragic way that it was really heartbreaking. But the thing that I've been prepared for is I started noticing little things escape my life anyway. So when I had like this big explosion or expulsion of people, places and things and all kinds of stuff, like I was okay with it because I saw the creation and the destruction. But when you ask the universe to repel things away from you and doors start closing, you start to see and understand mm -hmm. differently. How can you not trust it, right? Even though you haven't attracted all the things that you want into your life, 
it seemed like automatically I started to expel on <laughs> things that I that I didn't want in my life, right? So God gives you a solitude, and he, he gives you whatever that word is for yourself. I'm sorry, I'm being motor mouth, and I don't mean to be. So no, no, no. Uh, yeah, so I want to ask you, like, how did you even get into meditation? Because I think all successful people start their day with meditation in some form or fashion because you allow yourself to steal your mind and then you can set your attention for the day. Well, you know what? I'm going to share this for the first time out here. First time. But okay. I'm going to ask the question. So everybody listen, listen for the first time. You know, I didn't even know I was meditating. But oh. meditation is not hard. Let me just say this. Right. It, it is wrapped up into what your mind, your body, your spirit needs. So there was a point in my life where I was very depressed and very suicidal. Mm -hmm. And I needed to step over that. I needed to walk through that. And so that's how I got into meditation. I was laying in bed one day and I did not want to go on. I just didn't want to go on. You know, I was in a great house, beautiful neighborhood, cars in the driveway, money in the bank. It did not matter. Mm -hmm. The life scars had gotten to me so much until I didn't want to go on. And yeah. so I laid in bed and I knew so many people were counting on me. I had a business, a real estate firm, all those things. And I um, ended up needing some actual help. But who do you go to when you're the strongest person in your circle? Right. Who do you go to? Right. Yeah. Who can you go to? <laughs> who do you can, who can you go to? Because my I was the strongest person. So I was laying in my king size brass bed, you know, <laughs> and I wrapped my arms around myself yeah. like this. Gave uh -huh. myself a hug. Yeah. And I said to God, I said. I can't go on any further. I'm going to hug myself. I'm going to hug myself yeah. until you take this spirit or this energy or whatever this is yeah. away from me and I can get up out of this bed. And yeah. I'm going to do that every morning yeah. until this goes away. Yeah. Because I had people at the office waiting on me. I had children that needed to go to school. I had all those different things. Yeah. So the weight was heavy, but the burden was even more. Yeah. I wanted to check out. I wanted to get yeah. the insurance policies and, and write some wiggles <laughs> and check on out. But I thank God for meditation because I did not understand that that's what I was doing at that time, praying okay. myself out of a situation. Yeah. But that oh, yeah. prayer, that meditation, that talk with God allowed me to do that because I just shut up. Yeah. I would hug myself and lay in that bed till I was able to get up. And now... I still do that same meditation, but I am not suicidal. I yes. am what? I am on a mission to help yeah. other people understand that they're not alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I had everything. I had friends. Uh, I had a whole social circle, but I felt mighty alone. Mighty alone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? Oh. So. Somewhat, so somewhat. We have a lot of comments. Yeah. Uh, um then it show you though once you have once you have a ton of money uh and you're still not happy doesn't that like you almost think that you have everything that you want right mm -hmm. you, you can you can really live the life that you want to live and you still have this void right mm -hmm. yeah so um I, I just think more people you, you hear those kind of stories but people just really need to understand that money don't solve that problem like if you can have all the money in the bank but then if you still are not 
tapped into what it is you're supposed to do because that's really where all of it originates from is who are you? Who are you formed to be? And so mm -hmm. once you become more intentional about figuring out who that is, then everything else, you know, starts to fall in line. But you also realize like money is not going to fill that void, right? Mm -hmm. it, it can come afterwards and we'll be fine, but but it's not going to solve that problem to where now I have all these things and now I'm going to be happy. It, it, you still have a mindset and a, 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 a energy that you need to possess in order to walk it all the way out. So that led you to, so suicidal, hey man, that you're still here. <laughs> yes, yeah, still hey, here. Hey man, that you're still above ground. <laughs> we, we don't take that. And I've been there too. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, the depression is this, man. People, people who have been depressed enough will really talk about it. Like you, you really hit that on the head, man. Like it's, it is, it's the heaviest chain to wear around your neck. It, it adds so much length, right, to your day. Feels like it adds a lot of torment, you know, to your sleep. You don't want to eat. You don't want to do anything. Like really pulling yourself out of it. And it sounds like you did a lot of the work on your own, which you have to. That's tough, right? That's tough. And so, where did you? Yeah, keep going, keep going. You you about to say something. Well, you know, once you climb up that ladder or that tree or whatever and able to, um, what people consider success, you right. know, and, and, and people go a different way. A lot of people go to success through college and through mm. the, the university. I went to success through life experiences. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. I went to success through life experiences. Yeah. I'm going to share with you another Thing that people don't know about me I went I've been to college but then I was also a stripper uh, I had my own real estate firm and and just all these different things I had my first child at 18 and, and she's at Yale right now I mean you know it's just so many different things that happen in that life circle you know yeah. what I mean that you get yes. a chance to experience and then when I started meditating and understanding that when I started hearing from God, I had to make sure that I wasn't going crazy, yes. like you said. Yeah. Because he showed me some fantastic things that I couldn't really even talk about to other people. Yeah. So yeah. I asked God to erase all the religion that I had learned. Yes. I just said, erase it. I want you yes. to fill me with what you want me to know. And so when he yeah. started to do that or you know when the universe god whatever you want to call him started to to show me things i had a respect yeah. for the squirrels for the birds for the trees everything that he had created including mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the biggest part i did, i don't think mm -hmm. i had that respect for myself and i'm not knocking any of the things that i've done in the past because i had to go through that to be thunder walker but i didn't have the respect for i didn't have respect for money I didn't have respect for um, myself. I didn't have respect for the people that I loved. I just didn't have that type of respect. And the respect that I'm talking about is not like being courteous. I was courteous. I didn't have the respect of this is a human being. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. These are living creatures. Mm -hmm. All of this works together for the good. I didn't have that type of respect. That's mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't understand that we were all moving toward what we're supposed to do. Yes. And I, I just didn't know that because I had been taught so many different things. And then, yeah. you know, once I started erasing all that and, and then the universe started filling me with who I am and what I was, and I realized I'm ready to go out there and just be me. 
Yeah. You know, unapologetic about being me, unapologetic about the hair, unapologetic yeah. about the skin, about, you know, yeah. the fact that I have children, um, the fact that uh, I may want to, you know, take pictures or walk around my house doing whatever I want to do because it's my life. I can live yeah. and do my life yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and be good to people. Yeah. And so when I started doing that, it brought me right back into real estate. It brought me right back into meditation. It brought me right back into being a great mother. It brought me right back into having those friendships and really enjoying those friendships. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I can say about having money when I when I was at the top of my game, I don't remember it. I just spent Oh. I don't even remember it. I just spent it. I remember uh, my daughter would lose her, you know, the her tooth. Her teeth were coming out. She was like five or six or whatever. And I would just have someone write out her little uh, tooth fairy story and pay them to write it out. I remember going to the mall every day and shopping. I remember uh, going out of town on big trips and having fun. But I don't remember the details. That's what I want you to understand, is that you can get so wrapped up and so unhappy, still have things, but not remember the details. Yeah. But like you're sitting in your garage and I'm sitting in my uh, brief studio and I remember the details. I remember now what it's like to just sit by and, and watch the flicker of the candle yeah. burn. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's the other thing I like about meditation is you'll start to see, like, you, you've been, a, in, in a way, kind of uh, talked about synchronicity, which mm -hmm. is, like, a, this phenomenon where, uh, for, for people that may not know, is this phenomenon where when you really start walking in sync uh, with the universe, he'll start sending you, like, these moments for your subconscious to record. Correct. Okay. That help you to know that it's almost like a breadcrumb to let you know that you're on the right path. And it comes in many different forms, right? Mm -hmm. But you know it. Each person has their own type of synchronicity. If you try to explain it to another person, they'll think you're crazy, right? But exactly. you, know, you know you know, you in the universe's language, right? And so right. when the universe and you are speaking your unique language, then you, know, then you know when it's dropping you a message or a signal or you know whatever. Mm -hmm. So I, I like that you said that because once you really tap into it, even in your scariest moments, when you get that sign or that signal, it, it either angers you to stay still if you need to. It mm -hmm. gives you the courage to keep walking forward, and that's what you're supposed to do in that moment. Uh, and it, it, it just it's like a constant reassurance. It's a constant reassurance that the energy of the universe and the energy of God is, like, always present, you know, with you. I love meditation, man. Like, I, I will sit in it. I, I, I will really sit in it all day. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's gotten so good to me where if I feel like, you know, me and God are communication and the prayers answered, I'll see birds come and take some food away. Or yes. I'll see, like I've named my squirrel prosperity that comes <laughs> into the yard. It's so if I'm really lost in something good and I see prosperity, you know, run up to the tree, I'll, I'll welcome prosperity to my house. Mm -hmm. And I'll, you know, thank the universe for sending me confirmation that they heard me, right? Absolutely. And so uh, I, I want to I add one more thing to you. I love your story. <laughs> Just overcoming and, and, and having the courage to like to say that, right? To, to share everything. I I I wasted a lot of money. And between like twenty four ish, twenty four ish to I don't know, maybe thirty one. I mean I I money used to, I used to just burn money. 
-hmm. almost right and in a lot of ways i was like you there were there are some experiences that i remember because uh, for me my vice wasn't closed like <laughs> i i used to like to go eat at morton's every day that, I mean, that was my thing so i'm going to morton's damn near every day to the point <laughs> to I do my order i would go out of town um i would just get in my truck and just drive i didn't gamble then um and like i would go fishing every chance that i get i'd, I'd get on the plane at a moment's notice uh mm -hmm. like I'd, i i didn't have but i didn't save like i needed to right mm -hmm. i didn't save like i needed to and i feel like for a long time um why can't i get back to that point where i feel like i was overly prosperous you know especially mm -hmm. i had too much money that i could even handle and you know through this own process now it's coming back to me but just like you said you had to get your respect for money up and so mm -hmm. now that i have a healthier respect for money the universe realizes that and so now i'm starting to see that money return to mm -hmm. my life because I, I'm embodying, you know, that state of being of I respect money. Money mm -hmm. is my friend, right? Mm -hmm. I, I've actually had to say to myself, I'm in a healthy relationship with money. I'm fixing my relationship with money. And as I prove to the universe that I mean that, and the more I affirm that, you know, the universe, the universe does it. I want to, I want to ask you this question. So mm -hmm. you see me post on my page, um, mm -hmm. what would you do with a million dollars and selfishly spend it on yourself? So what would you do? What would you do with a million bucks? If you if you could just spend it on yourself, all your bills are paid. Uh this is this is excuse my language, this is a million dollars of fuck off money that you got. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with a million dollars of I can do whatever I want with this money? Well, you know, it's very difficult at this point to just mess off money like that fuck off money i i have a hard time doing that right now i'm not saying that i would save it i'm not saying that uh -huh. but i would i would scale i would build um i would allow meditation for i would allow it to be something as natural for our community uh -huh. and uh for children as possible as possible mm -hmm. i would just try to make sure that it would be as natural as possible. Uh, I have what's called the Breathe House, and the Breathe House is a meditation uh, Airbnb where people can go and just relax. Mm -hmm. So I would like to teach wellness to all people. So mm -hmm. not only um, the people that accept it and are reaching and just reaching for it, but introduce it to maybe people that are uh, disabled, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. also. Um, into the community. So I would set that up, a set up properties that people could go and understand that meditation is simple and it will change your entire life. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I would do with the million dollars. Um, it's just set up different places that people could go, even if they're just pop-up shops, because yeah. we need it. We need our brains. We need to be yes. able to control our thinking. Yes. And, and that's yes. That's the thing. If you can control your thinking, you can control depression. You can control overeating. You can control an abusive situation or relationship. You can control mm -hmm. your anger. You can control so many things if you can control your thinking. Mm -hmm. And so meditation helps me with that. Um, so that's what I would do. I would give the gift of meditation to all those that uh, can't or have not experienced it, even though it is free. But people don't realize that meditation <laughs> Free. Uh, you, you're such a nice lady. Because uh, I'm going to tell you, if I had a million dollars that I could just do whatever I wanted, I'd definitely come by and, and, uh, with my film crew and we'd, uh, we'd do a whole wonderful uh, segment on Thunder Walker and we're going to meditate ourselves crazy, right? We just go, 
okay, we'll we'll give it to the world that way. But uh-uh, I'm going all kinds of places. I'm going fishing. Uh, I, I, I want to do a, like a mixtape with uh, Jimmy Fallon or somebody, like something real ridiculous, okay? Uh, I want to uh, harass uh, celebrities on the red carpet. I would just, I would do something to have such a ridiculous amount of fun because for me, that would be also the meditative moment, right? The pandemic is, the pandemic is like a history changing event. Everybody's DNA is going to reflect this trauma in time, right? It's, you know, there's just a fact yes. that happens, right? So this right. dramatic period in history where we're reminded of people dying every day, I'm going outside, I'm telling you, I'm going to be like a five-year-old kid that just got <laughs> out of timeout. Like, like you know, I, I, I'm going to have myself a good time with whatever I can do. Uh, but meditation, with, like, that's, that's it's just a part of my day. So how do, you, how do you keep it going when you leave your meditation? So because controlling how you think is not just, you know, once you get out of meditation, you got to deal with the work. So you got to go from that moment where you're center of the spirit and you're, you know, you're anchored into infinity. You know, you're imagining, you know, whatever it is you imagine meditation is still in your mind. And now you got to go walk out. Like, okay, you got to go walk this out. How do you keep your, how do you control your thoughts once you're now walking around among people? I literally have to speak to myself. Uh -huh. I have to remind myself of who I am. Uh, and it, I'm going to let you know, it doesn't always work. I am from the hood. Okay, so mm -hmm. let me understand, let you know, it doesn't always work, but I try to make sure that I understand that there is a level that I am willing to give of energy into anything. Yeah. And then once I realize that I have met that moment, that moment of, of where I'm at, and that it's going to change who I am or what I want to represent as myself, my true dignity as mm -hmm. myself, then I have to cut it off. So um, I do this. This is what I do for my life. I literally meditate. I teach people how to meditate. I teach people how to, um, as they start to walk into this thing and they learn that they can astro travel and they learn that they are having dreams and these dreams are coming true, that they learn yeah. that, they, that they are a vessel that's being filled with things that are yeah. coming out. They learn that they can speak things into existence. Yeah, yeah. I have trained them in doing that. Because Ooh. once you once you start this meditation process, once you get on this on this ferry and you start going through life and being who you're supposed to be, the tongue is so powerful. And so people need training. They need to understand what that's like. And that's what Breathe the Meditation Bar does. It helps train them into understanding that they are a vessel that can create just by the words alone. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, so I, I like that because everybody needs that because you run into this violent clash of who you believe you are and what the world is showing you in life. Can you see me? I can I see. Like you. Okay, I feel like I froze. Uh, you know, you're like a guy to help people kind of cross over. Like if you're you're stuck at that part where you know. Uh, something you like Morpheus, you like yes. Morpheus uh, from the <laughs> Matrix, right? Except you know, head, you know, feet can always choose to kind of go back, but you're helping them kind of cross over to, mm -hmm. um, you know, what it is that they really want to become. Mm -hmm. So, what's, what is the what is the most challenging part about doing that? Because um, until the person really makes their mind up, 
that's the hardest part. Like you, people have to make up their mind that they really want their change and they will accept nothing but what their change is because that's what the universe responds to, right? Until you really tell the universe, this is all I will accept from you, they're going to keep running you all the things that you may not want, right? You have to prove to the universe, no, I really need this. How do you get people to really make their mind up that they're going to be? Um, like, what, is, what are some of the strategies that you use? Well, the biggest thing I run into with people as they start along this process is fear yeah. and, and, and what they say. They always, 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 as it starts, you know, they like it. It's exciting. Oh, I'm getting something special. This is a special gift. They think it's a special gift. And they get scared as it starts going. Because it, it's going to get scary. It's going to get scary. Okay? It's going to mm -hmm. get scary. And so I have to help walk them through that process. And some of the things that I help walk them through is like if we channel and we channel dreams. Mm -hmm. uh, we discuss dreams and what the dreams mean. Mm -hmm. um, we encourage them or I encourage them to understand that their ancestors are with them. That they're not the first to have this gift. So I call they call it a gift. Mm -hmm. At first, they call it a gift. They're not the first to have this gift. Mm -hmm. That there's other people in their family that has experienced this role of leadership, this mm -hmm. role of wisdom. Um, and I want them to move away from it being a gift to it just being wisdom. I want them to move yeah. away from being scared and fear mm -hmm. to 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 being a um, to being the first, a hero, uh, a warrior. I want them to use those type of words as they start to channel mm -hmm. all the different things that uh, God has given them. So mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you are able to hear, sometimes you're able to speak, you're able to have several different things, dreams, mm -hmm. chanting, all of those things come mm -hmm. from meditation. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're able to heal. I, I met a lot of people that didn't mm -hmm. even realize that they were healers. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That they're able to lay hands on people and actually heal them. Mm -hmm. That is true. It's, it's out mm -hmm. there. They have that capability of doing mm -hmm. that. And some of those people go into the medical field or nursing. But some of those people are teachers. Some of those people mm -hmm. are uh, just stay-at-home moms or dads. Mm -hmm. But they're mm -hmm. able to heal. They're able to apply the right words, the right type of pressure to get that particular spirit to move on. And so um, I just help them with that and make it where it's not unique. You know, you're, you're, you're performing a great service. It's, it's, it's a great service. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why I believe it's a great service. Um, this isn't widely accepted, but this is what I believe. I feel like this is really what I know at this point. Every man has uh, messianic potential embedded within them. Okay. <laughs> And every person, every person's soul is going to revolve through eternity until they walk out, walk out that messianic calling. Like, you know, I don't <laughs> want to get too far into time, death, and all those things, right? But um, your soul is eternal. And if you see a person that died before their maximum potential, as anybody with plain vision can understand that it was supposed to be, God's going to give that person another shot. You just ain't going to see it. <laughs> Cause this is what it boils down to, you know, that it'll be in a completely different life that you, you know, may never experience, whatever. But that God is too just to cut somebody off at the knees when they had, you know, infinite potential. So that's why there's really no such thing as death. That's why Jesus could overcome the grave because he knew God is going to give everybody a shot to be like me. Mm -hmm. That's basically what Jesus came to say. He said, you will do greater things than I, which means that 
Jesus, a lot of people, we place Jesus on this pedestal that we're reaching towards, and that's backwards, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus says, I should be the cheerleader whose shoulders you stand on and, you know, and, you know, right. show off your own, okay? Right, right, right. 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 That's, that's who Jesus is. That's mm -hmm. who Jesus really is, right? And so, but the thing is, is we're scared to say, um, too many people have tried to, to carry Jesus' cross. Mm -hmm. His mission his mission was to die for the Jews, to, 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 to show them whatever it was that he was supposed to show them. But what he also came to show everybody is, this is how life is possible for all. What Jesus was not afraid to do, though, was walk out his mission, right? If I stop trying to walk out Jesus' mission, but try to walk out my own mission, also understanding that the Spirit of God can rest on me, and I can be a walking manifestation of God on earth, just like the prophet Jesus was, then certain powers will open up in me, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what you're helping people to do because once you make it over that bridge, once you make it over that bridge of this is who I know I'm supposed to be and this is what the world is showing me and you can kind of help them get over themselves, the more that you walk into who you are, the person that you're uh, claiming to be, always say you will be, that the world's going to just start showing up for you like that and you feel more powerful. You feel more confident to walk into what it is that you're doing. And then the ways that you heal people become much more infinite. Because yeah. you are starting to realize that I have all of this, you know, stored up within me if I'm just not afraid of it, right? If I'm not afraid to look at it like uh, it's a blasphemous thing for me to say that I could be a walking manifestation of God on earth. It's not. God mm -hmm. says we made man in our own image. So he's expecting us to be some type of manifestation of who he was on earth. Every man has that ability. Mm -hmm. Whether or not each man will reach for it is up to that man, Right. But your soul is going to be disturbed. Right. Exactly. Your soul cannot rest until <laughs> it touches, you know, whatever that is. And once your soul touches it, it's a wrap. Because it, that's, that's like a drug that you can never, uh, you know, tap into enough. Once, you're, once your soul taps into who it's supposed to be, it's going to say, I need that all the time. Because there's, right. no there's just no better feeling, right? And right. so, like, I think you're doing a great service because people are scared about that transition like your life changes you see life with different eyes you're walking around with different legs certain situations you could just feel the energy different mm -hmm. you can feel like sometimes you know when god is coming to talk to you through somebody else it is a terrifying experience and sometimes you're like i'm gonna lose my mind right i'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> and whatever's going on my faith is really strong but this is real freaky so to have a friend go you know to help you through that is is an amazing help because so many of us go through it alone Absolutely. right you go through this spiritual awakening you go through this psychic awakening without any assistance so now you're trying to figure that out with the university here you are a whole help uh to people i, I didn't even know you did that mm -hmm. yeah and it's been so rewarding for me because what it does it helps you know iron sharpens iron so it helps yeah. me um bring my levels up uh, of, of the things that I'm capable of doing. And, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. It really, really is. It's very, very beautiful to watch a soul come and grow. You know yes. what I mean? A spirit yes. come and grow. And then when they're able to get it and they're like, hey, I, I, I just had this yes. dream. This, this, this happened. Or uh, they're able to walk into a different light. Yeah. Um, the closest thing I can think of is love the way a person feels when they're in a new relationship and, yeah. and they're falling in love yeah. that's what it's supposed to feel like every day yeah. through meditation 
And yeah. so, you know, just reach for it. You can have that on your own. You don't have to get on, you don't have to get on Tinder or uh, Plenty of Fish or any of those things yeah. unless you want to. But you can find that, that love, that feeling that you get in yourself. You really, yeah. really can. You can. I'll add one other thing. Uh, and how much time do you have, uh, I Am Thunder Walker? Because it's, it's approaching close to an hour, and I know that your time is valuable, so I don't want us to go uh, too long if you have somewhere to run to. No, no, no. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. We're doing okay. great. Um, the other thing that's helpful in addition to meditation, or it should be included in meditation, I think, you probably do this, uh, auto-suggestion. That Napoleon Hill uh, talks about that in a lot of his older writings. Uh, it's basically saying affirmations over yourself, uh, defining what it is that you want, writing it down, speaking it out loud. Whenever you kind of get lost in your day, it could be an affirmation. It could be a list of goals, whatever. Um, your subconscious mind is so awesome. I love studying the subconscious because once your subconscious gets instructions, uh, it, it wants to follow those instructions to the letter. Mm -hmm. You know, you almost have to look at it, especially you're going through this period of transition or reprogramming. You have to reprogram, you know, your subconscious mind to behave and attract the things, you know, mm -hmm. that it is that you want. And so when you reaffirm things over yourself all the time, and then you also add meditation to that, this is a, this other thing about meditation that's great. Your brain doesn't know that it's not in two places at one time. Right. You know, so like once your brain is in that future imagined moment or that meditative moment, you touch that with an emotion. Mm -hmm. uh, now what you've done is you've placed like a, a pin in time, a mm -hmm. subconscious pin in time to where your brain is saying, man, we felt this emotionally. Now we need to, and mentally, now we need to feel it physically. So right. what your subconscious will do, the moment you get up from that is begin to walk you towards mm -hmm. that subconscious moment in time that you just had. And the more that you spend time in meditation and like really touch moments in life that you want, your subconscious helps you get there. How you assist your subconscious once you get out of meditation is like speak life over yourself. You, power of life and death is in your tongue more than like it's, people need to accept that literally, right? Grace, people really need to accept the fact that life and death really does, uh, you know, come from your mouth. If, if people really wanted to know what grace was, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's more than our merit and favor because that's what it's really taught in church. It is the delay of the death you speak over yourself. Because people say, I'm anxious, I'm broke, I'm this, I'm that, I'm, you know, all these negative things, not realizing that anything you say after the words I am, you're going to personify. Right. 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 So as long as you keep affirming that to your conscious and subconscious, then that's what you're going to attract. When you stop affirming those things, if you can't say anything good, shut up. Right? That's how powerful right. it is. <laughs> right? You can't say anything good, just, just, just shut your mouth. Right? Um, okay. But... <laughs> If you find yourself, I, I went through a period where I would say affirmations all day long. If I feel mm -hmm. like I find myself in a situation where I didn't know where the answer was, uh, one thing I should say is the answer is always present with the question. And that started to train my eyes and my ears just to be able to stay in tune with whatever it might be at any given moment, you know, mm -hmm. in time. So auto-suggestion is a big deal. So do you have like an affirmation, like regimen uh, that you, or like a favorite affirmation that you speak over yourself? Mm -hmm. uh, actually, it is. I, I just basically say, I am Thunder Walker, and then I add my name and my birthday, you know, uh -huh. and then I basically say, I am love, I am money, I am healthy, I am of wisdom, I hear from God, 
and I speak wisdom. Mm. Um, that's very important to me. The wisdom part, you can have everything else. And if you don't have wisdom, it doesn't matter. It not matter. You can have nothing else. But if you have wisdom, you're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's because the wisdom allows you to appreciate all of the above. And mm -hmm. the wisdom allows you to use, in my opinion, all of the above to help yourself and to help others. Yes. Because we vibrate at different energies. And, you know, yes. I know you said that you had money that you could just, you know, toss and throw away when you were younger. And I had those same things. I, I have the gift of money, you know, and there's going to be mm -hmm. people out there that just have the gift of money. You look at them, you're like, I don't know how she able to do that. <laughs> right. What? You know, she didn't follow the rules. She did not follow the yeah. rules. I'm one of those people that did not follow the rules. But what I can tell you is that I realized that I have the gift of money. I have the spirit of money. Money uh, is a spirit. It's attracted yeah. to me. It yeah. loves yeah. me. Yeah. I didn't love it the way I needed to. Now uh -huh. we got a healthy relationship like what you yeah. talked about. Uh -huh. And so it's flowing. It's flowing the right way. Yeah. But you're going to go through those cycles because it is a relationship mm -hmm. with everything else. So that's that's kind of where I'm at in the morning. I just say that before my feet hit the ground. Um, I literally talk about someone that I'm going to help. Give me someone mm -hmm. that I'm going to help. And mm -hmm. when spirit gives you someone that you're going to help and you're going to feed into them, he, he has to give you enough mm -hmm. that you already have that you can give some away. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you, you know, can't give away what you don't have. Exactly. And I'm not yeah. just talking about material things. Yeah. I literally give life energy to yeah, people. Exactly. You know, um, especially dealing with people that um, have had loss or injuries or maybe not feeling well. I actually transfer some of my energy to them mm -hmm. to help them grow because I know how to grow my energy. I know how to go back to the source, which is what you were talking about earlier. The source is going to be the earth. The source is going mm -hmm. to be the universe. It's going to be God. So if you know how to go back and pick that fruit again, mm -hmm. it's okay for you to be able to share that with somebody that doesn't have. Mm -hmm. And so um, I go through that process, which allows me to even gain more. So when you look at me and you see me on the street or you see me on social media, you're like, wait a moment. I remember her in the ninth grade. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> but yeah. I'm still that girl. I'm still <laughs> that girl. <laughs> but, um, you know, I can just tell you that my life has been one miracle after another miracle because of the words that I have spoken and because of the words that my ancestors spoke over me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, now, now, how has it been? And I, I, I love all that. I'm sorry, I just, I, I jumped into another, I was about to jump into another question. I love how you just, you speak this so boldly. In addition to the fact that this is, in our community, these are topics that are just now starting to emerge and I hopefully will become more commonplace. Religion has just confined our access. Yes. Like this. Yeah. It's <laughs> confined our access to God. It's confined our access to the energy that is the universe that's all around you, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like you could just understand the universe better when you just think about it just like being everywhere, like an energy that you're saturated in that ultimately you can I don't want to say manipulate, but you have so much ability to to create the life that you want, you know, uh, around yourself. So uh, I, I like how you're talking about this now. How have you been received, like, in the Black community as you start talking about things? 
Oh, in the black yeah. community. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. I've been called names. <laughs> I've been called names, good names and bad names. I, but that's okay, you know. Uh, whatever label that that a person needs to have for me, I'm okay with that as long as you see it. You see mm -hmm. that it is possible. Because mm -hmm. if I make you uncomfortable, you will not forget. If you are comfortable, you will step in. But if I make you uncomfortable, I'm going to be in your subconscious and you're yeah. still going to want to know. Yeah. So, you know, when the, when the words are negative, they are positive to me because that, that means that I have affected you in some kind of way. Exactly. And, and, and I believe that the universe, I believe God will keep pulling at your soul and your spirit till you find out who is she, what is this about, and yeah. what can I learn from her? Yeah. Because it's not important that you like me. It's important right. that you like yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And so whatever you dislike, especially in our community, whatever you dislike, whether it's uh, nappy hair, because I get a lot of that, um, uh, you know, whether you dislike how I'm living, you know, or whatever, or that I am willing to step into my all power, mm -hmm. all knowing power. Mm -hmm. uh, if you dislike that, that's fine. As long as you understand that it exists, because you're mm -hmm. going to circle right back around that track. And at some point you're going to need what has been given to me. And so um, I say that with the most confidence, you know what I mean? Really, I do, because I've had to circle that track mm -hmm. and I've come around. I realized, OK, I'm ready. You mm -hmm. know, I ask God, am I ready? I am ready. And mm -hmm. so at that point, you know, I think our community will come. I mean, we're a little late always. You know, what, they, what do they call that? Our time? We're a little yeah. late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like see yeah, yeah. time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it time for sure. Yeah, we always late to the party, but I, I, I but I agree. I, I feel like I just think that we're starting to wake up more to um, if you want a complete understanding of you know of, of who God is, uh, mm -hmm. then you you have to step back from the church just a little bit because the church mm -hmm. just confines the, the church takes a lot of people's uh, first person experience. Mm -hmm. It reduces it to third, fourth, fifth, sixth person. And now you're trying to make out somebody else's interpretation of somebody else's interpretation of somebody's first person experience. Like you need that first person experience for yourself. And as right. long as, and like you can have a first person experience of what it feels like to walk with the universe, like mm -hmm. really walking with God, like right there by your side. It's a great feeling. It's mm -hmm. such a magnetic feeling. Like when you, great way, a great way to explain it. Uh, in, in the New Testament church, when you get baptized, when you come up out of the water, you know, you, you have a heart to do better, right? You're, mm -hmm. you're, you have a heart and a desire to do better, to live a better life. In the Old Testament, though, uh, with no baptism, it was the Spirit of God would rest on people. And that's mm -hmm. different than the Holy Spirit entering. Right, right. When God rests on you, it's like you have a magnetic energy jacket that is just stuck on you, and you, it mm -hmm. is like a force field. Like you can just feel waves of energy bouncing back and forth, you know, from your body. That's how I explain it. That's how that's how it feels to me. And when you experience that, that's a completely different like mm -hmm. situation. It's like your life just conforms to a, a perfect order. It's like you just have insight that you normally just would not have, and that goes beyond having the Holy Spirit that's being connected to the Great Spirit. And there's a difference in being right. connected to the Great Spirit because now it's not attached to a dogma 
that's going to limit who you can understand who he is. I like to look at all religions. Like, oh, like even down to like with my books, I have those are Mayan symbols. The mm -hmm. Mayans had a great understanding of time. Like the Egyptians understood God in a different way. Um, different religions of the world, indigenous people that understood uh, God and the universe in a different way. I want to know how they understood it because they're going to explain to me a characteristic of God that I was unaware of. And now I could just add that to my library of God knowledge mm -hmm. and let God tell me how that applies to my very unique life that I'm living out, that I'm walking out for the change that I want to make into the world. And I don't have to live anybody else's life to be okay with that. When you make up your mind to do that, like to just be like, who did you form me in the womb to be? Like, show me who that person is. And right. then you walk into form. You, you allow God to like mold you into form. You know, it sucks to be molded, you know, molded by the potter. That's what they say in the Old Testament, right? But once you get in the form, like it fits. It's like you're, you're the, that's the last piece of the puzzle. And now the puzzle is complete, but you're comfortably in that spot. You're no, you're no longer trying to fit a puzzle piece into the wrong, you know, part of the puzzle. And like it goes into the perfect spot and you rest there. And it's like you just keep building on top of that. The more that you keep trying to put your own unique, you know, puzzle piece, you know, for your life or who you are onto the world. I refuse to live uh, somebody else's life. I just decided that I wasn't going to do it. And I think once the universe decided or believed that I believed it, like my life really started to change, you know, like in a lot, a lot of ways, like in a lot of ways. So I, I have my own, like, uh, affirmation regimen. Like, I, I really do treat these like nothing, everything that I sell in my mouth is going to come true. That's how I approach it, right? That's how right. literal my understanding of life and death is in the tongue is. So if right. I can't speak life, I shut up, right? Mm -hmm. And that's scriptural too, because in, in the book of Zechariah, Zechariah was John the Baptist's father. Uh, mm -hmm. Angel came to them, they were late in years. Mm -hmm. Zechariah was a prophet. And the angel says, uh, your wife is with child, she's going to have a kid. And he's going to go before the Messiah. And Zechariah, who's a prophet, said, how? She's so old. Mm -hmm. And the angel says, I got to close your mouth uh, because it, so you won't disturb prophecy. And the next time you speak is when you're going to name the child. Right? Right. That shows you how powerful your speech is. The angel had to close his mouth so he would not disturb the manifestation of, of prophecy. Does that make sense? So if I can't see anything good, I shut up. Because I'm not going to release anything that I don't want to see. Uh, come to my face, I'm not going to let that escape my lips because now I activate the universe to do what I actually do, right? right? So I walk around all day. If I come into a fork in the road and I don't have something, I have an affirmation for it and I'll tell myself that affirmation. I'll keep going. I'll make the best decision or I'll list out. I have, they're, they're called definite chief aims. And I'm going to talk about this in the new course that I'm launching, the Law of Success course. Mm -hmm. Definite chief aims are basically it's your list of goals that you want to accomplish within a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. And because I trust the universe completely to deliver those things to me, I got to do my part too. But mm -hmm. every morning when I wake up, each night before I go to bed, or even if I have a moment where I'm easing from one task into the next task, I'll say these definite chief aims because now I know that I'm also instructing my subconscious, these are the things that we are planning to accomplish. Mm -hmm. So now each act has that level of intention focused on it. And like, I just trust how my subconscious leads me to events when I see things that I can use, things that I shouldn't <laughs> use, ways that I can get creative, imaginative. And mm -hmm. this is how, how I speak to myself all day long in yeah. order to, to have the results that I want. 
And you realize, like, once you start doing that, you realize, like, how many negative thoughts that you're swatting back across the fence mm -hmm. all day. And once you can really see that negative thought coming, you can throw it back over the fence. That's a great feeling when you start to have that level of control over your consciousness of conscious thinking, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And, you know, I just want to add to that. God also has a sense of humor. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so you never know what you are supposed to be until you start really, really walking into it. And every experience that you have had in your past, good, bad, yeah. or whatever, is a um, part of that, a part yeah. of those puzzle pieces that yeah. come together. I yeah. mean, when I was uh, 21, 22, I was a dancer. At 33, I was a deaconette passing out Lord's Supper. You just don't know what he's going to do. Right. He's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? He is funny. I was a deaconette baby passing it out and, and, and praying over people. So you just never know where he's going to take you and how yeah. many souls you're yeah. going to touch. And exactly. so, you know, I'm really excited to um, be a part of this and also knowing what your next level is because yeah. he always opens the door, like you said, for the next level. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's just no way that you would have even known at 20-something mm -hmm. what you're going to be at, at 30 and 40 and 50-something, right. let alone right. 60 or 70. The right. book isn't finished, and the book is your life. You know, it's yeah. not finished. And so just, and, and when people look at other people and they, they want to judge or they want to cast down, understand that it's not finished. You're looking at a snapshot in time. That's it. And you have no idea what that that's spirit it. is going to be in that vessel. That's it. That's, that's absolutely it. And um, I, I know for me, uh, like I, I had my first like prophetic vision kind of sort of uh like in 2019 that i could you know like really call it that i was meditating in my garage and i kind of got lost in this moment it had like a whole bunch of faces that just like appeared just like flashing you ever watch the cartoon avatar mm -hmm. and whenever he gets the avatar and then like all the avatars light up or whatever that's right. kind of like what it was for me like i just started seeing all these faces flash like really fast flash cards it scared the crap out of me <laughs> one because yeah one because it happened and then two because i was like i don't want that 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 looks hard you know, like that looks like something that is going to like put a lot of stress in my life. And so I don't want to say that I ran from it. I didn't completely understand it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the more that I've grown into acceptance of like what that is, and for me, it is, you know, just, just like what you're saying, being okay with who you are. Mm -hmm. Like, it, and like, I mean, like really resting, like being okay with who you are, no matter who likes it, no matter who doesn't, um, especially within our community, because uh, the more I think people start to walk outside the confines, and this is no disrespect to any religion, right? I, I think mm -hmm. all biblical and holy books have their wisdom that they can teach you, but it's mm -hmm. not the final chapter, right? God is infinite. The universe is infinite. You cannot confine infinity to the covers of one book. It's unfair. Mm -hmm. It's unfair to God. It's unfair to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the more that I've done that uh, and really been courageous to, like, walk that out above ground, uh, seeing how the universe responds in kind and bringing me wonderful people like you uh, and, and in this podcast, right? To me, it is like every day is a is a, a continual, continuation of the, the previous day because I've set that attention and each day I grow more into who I am. The world that I have uh, just shapes up perfectly. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's shaping up perfectly, you know, once I have the patience. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap this up here. Uh, one last question, one last question. 
what is your big hairy audacious goal for 2021? For 2021? Yeah, the rest of this year. Like, if you had one big hairy audacious goal that you want to complete, like, what is it? Well, I'm in the process right now of growing. You know what I mean? I'm in the process. I, I believe God has pruned me a little bit, you know, through the COVID mm -hmm. part, and I'm growing. And so my biggest dream right now is I'm, my doll line is the Thunderwalker doll. I am wanting to get that out there for little girls and boys to play with and mm -hmm. enjoy. I want to be able to teach men and women, especially women, how to obtain land, how to obtain dirt, and then mm -hmm. uh, commercial and real estate, you know, dirt, you know, residential dirt. Um, and then understanding what our gifts are. I intend, I have a circle. Uh, we have Breathe Spiritual University coming, Breathe Spiritual mm -hmm. University. Uh, and it's Breeze Spiritual University, I believe, dot com. It's coming. And we're going to have sessions throughout the country uh, to teach people how to meditate, to find themselves. I'm going to say this. I have uh, several thousands of people that I have worked with. Mm -hmm. And I have seen their skill level grow. Mm -hmm. I've seen them walk in the light. I've seen them become who they're supposed to be. And that's my mission is that simple to help with that. And so I need to reach as many people as I possibly can mm -hmm. to teach them to breathe, to understand the dirt and to manifest where they're supposed to be, mm -hmm. because we're not supposed to be sitting around sick. We're not supposed to be sitting around depressed. We're not supposed to be sitting around not helping other people. Mm -hmm. And so if I can do that in 21, 22, uh, I've I've done what I was supposed to do and continually doing what I'm supposed to do because mm -hmm. I believe that meditation is for all. Mm -hmm. It's for all. It is. It's I, I, I want to help you with that uh, any way that I can. Um, so let's let's talk offline because I just got a bunch <laughs> of ideas as you were saying that. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll tap in. We'll tap in soon. We'll tap uh, in. <laughs> my, my my big carry audacious goal is I want to sell the uh, two million copies of uh, my books, and this this is why it has nothing to do with money. Um, those books are are written very scientifically with a very specific intention. And in my writing, I don't write to the person. I write it to the spirit. Once you, get this, once you ask the spirit a question, it, it is almost compelled in a way to begin responding subconsciously or consciously. You know, it's just going to happen. So I, I would like two million people. I would like to ring two, many, two million subconscious bells yes. uh, to get people to start kind of waking up and walking towards the life it is that they really want. And uh, also understanding, because this is just a side effect of folks that have read the books, their lives start to fall in a perfect order, but it looks like chaos. And so, so as, I've, as, I've, as I've talked to a lot of people that have read the books and telling me, like, I see all this happening, but I also see all of this happening. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, what you're offering is a, is a great service, because when you see that creation and destruction happening simultaneously, if you don't have a friend, you know, through that period, life gets really hard and confusing, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so... So I want to I want to be able to help two million people be able to start crossing that threshold because the more they cross over uh, to what that is, only more people are going to cross over after that. Like I just feel like after that it's just physics. Uh, after a hundred people, it's physics, right? But the more people that kind of start to fall in line, the more that everybody starts to fall in line. Right. You know, in, in, right. In, 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 right. So that's that's my big hairy audacious goal. 
Any final words of wisdom? Because I've enjoyed this. So we, we have to do this again. I, I know. We're going to have to do this again. I totally, uh, totally enjoyed And thank you, everybody, for listening to us for an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, what final words of wisdom <laughs> do you have for us, uh, Thunder Walker? You know, my words of wisdom right now at this very moment in my life is to understand that you are not the first. If you go back and you look at what has happened in other people's lives, you will be able to find a blueprint that you can follow and be successful at whatever you're going through. I have a book coming out called I Am Not the First, Becoming Thunder Walker. And it's going to hit the presses. It's going to hit the presses. I'm going to need your help getting it out. Um, okay. But I just walked through all these different things that I've gone on in my life and have I been able to fix things and, and still maneuver and go the way that I'm supposed to go, good or bad, you're going to need some additional help. You're not the first at doing what you're doing right now. So don't freak out. Just understand, find the blueprint because you can be successful at it no matter what. Beautiful wisdom, beautiful wisdom. Uh, we're about to sign off. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, so much for this meditative moment. Uh, I will leave this final uh, wisdom for the show. Labor in the present moment. That is where the miracles happen. Uh, that's all I have to say. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you, Thunder Walker, for joining. Uh, this episode will be up on the Mind of the Prophet Meditation Hour on Spotify within the next, you know, 24 to 48 hours. Uh, you can also uh, uh, check me out on Instagram. I am Samuel Ibrahim. I am Dot Samuel Ibrahim. And the link tree there has all my books and journals and podcasts and wherever else you might want to find me. Thank you guys for indulging us. You are gorgeous. Can I send them some energy real quick? Yes, please. And I have one question for you. What's that? My question for you is this. What is the biggest thing that meditation has helped you overcome? Oh, anger. Oh, I love it. We're on the same path. Oh, yes. <laughs> anger. Anger. Okay. I, I, I could tell. So, like, my, my level of anger ain't like everybody's, right? I, I, I'm, I'm a real Leo, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm a real Leo. And, um, and I'm not, I've never been the can't control myself angry mm -hmm. type. If, I've always, in a way, been very disciplined about my emotions to where if I release that, you earned it, right? And and there would be so much leading up to that point to where if you actually saw, you earned it. But my anger is such that I can rip a, a tree up out by the roots. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, that's, it's category 700. Mm -hmm. And so, um, last year was so trying. Um, overcoming some very persistent life situations. Meditation and writing are the only things that kept me from possibly causing harm to a lot of people. Right. Mm -hmm. So and, and myself first included. So um, meditation helped me to overcome uh, anger. Mm -hmm. um, it also helped me to overcome because um, I'm not an anxious person. So I won't say it was that it helped me overcome my fear of being who I really believe that I am. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I I have an extremely unique uh, relationship with with God, with the universe. Like I, it's, it's a very tangible relationship. It's a tangible feeling. I ask questions. I get answers almost immediately. Right. Oh. So. I've gone through that transition for the most part by myself and trying to explain it to others. It's cost me a lot of relationships. It's cost me friendships. It's brought me a lot of anxiety. It brought me a lot of loneliness. Um, and so that period of meditation became my period of peace, mm -hmm. right? 
that that was a safe place. Miles is a sanctuary. That's what I call it, especially my garage. Like you step in my garage, you might as well be stepping into a pyramid, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love it. All right, and so um, so here, God knows, infinite infinite wisdom knows that it's welcome here, right? <laughs> Ancient wisdom knows that it's welcome here. The intelligence is welcome in this place. So I sit here and I get my answers as for as long as i need to and i know that this structure this place is a safe space for the spirit to be present for my spirit to remain uh present with it and it allows me to uh i think it helps me to take that anger this category 700 anger that's bad right mm -hmm. but now when i take that and turn it into something that is used for love and now it's amplified in a much more loving way in a much more creative way and ultimately it's a much more impactful way so that's what meditation has done for me. It's allowed me to take something that could be very destructive and has transmuted that energy into, I think, you know, the, the most complete version of who I am to date. Uh, and so, and so uh, even if I feel, it's almost like my body doesn't even, my body still feels the emotion of anger, but it's not like in my spirit and, and like in my mind. Like I, I can feel those angry tremors and I'll just sit back and now it's like, why does my body feel this way? Because my mind and my heart don't feel that way. So that's right. like, you know, that's how, that's how tapped in I am, you know, just to, to being okay with who I am <laughs> and knowing that I can't say that the emotion is gone. I just use meditation and adrenaline to help me channel it, you know, into something that is not going to harm somebody else. And so, uh, so that's what meditation has done. That's what meditation has done for my life. It does for my life every day. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, you're very welcome. Thank you for your time. Uh, I'm about to, to shut it down. We'll, we'll talk soon because I love your idea. Uh, I want to see if I can help. I've been talking to a lot of folks. and I'm sure you have folks that you already have thought of as well. But uh, any way that I can help make that event, I actually wouldn't mind even like being a participant in that one. I feel like it would be pretty cool. I know you didn't invite me. I just invited myself. We're we going to invite each other. That makes sense hey, to me. Yeah, I works. love it. We've been trying I'll to do this it. for a minute. And you're right down the street in Houston, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's, I, I think there's a lot of synergy uh, as far as what we could do together. And uh, I just love your energy. I love your confidence. I love your unapologeticness. Uh, I love that you are above ground, shaking the earth with that thunder every time you walk. <laughs> and so carry that forward today. That's my blessing for you. And All right. Everywhere your feet touch. Uh, it will uh, radiate out all the love that you have, and it will also retract back to you all the things that are, are meant and destined and drawn to you uh, so you can fill yourself up because you have great things coming, I believe. All right. Thank you. Thank you all so right, much. You guys have a great day. Thanks, guys, so much for listening and joining in. All right. Talk to you all later. Guys, Peace, bye. love, and joy, and prosperity. Bye-bye. Yes, bye. <laughs>